Wedding Photographers, and welcome to Wedding Photographers Unite, episode number 27. I'm one of your hosts, Andy Buscemi, in good company with the mythical legend himself, Mr. Neil Urban. Neil, Happy New Year, man. Happy New Year. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, Three more left. Three more what? Three more left. Three more. Three more weddings. I got to to edit, and when I'm done editing those three weddings... Then I'm a free man again for like a couple months, and it's going to be pretty dope. And again, I can't Excellent. wait. Three more left. <laughs> now, now, these do these include uh, wedding albums? Uh, or, or I is think it just editing. I think two of them do include wedding books, um, and I okay. think one of them was just like a digital collection. So, uh, so yeah, three more left, and then I'm going to have have uh, two and a half, three months of. Uh, of playtime, uh, which which will be nice, and and also not just playtime, of course, but just kind of revamping the business, updating my website, getting. Um, mm-hmm. I think I even mentioned on one of the past episodes. Um, I've been pretty bad at, at um, blogging and social media lately, but getting more a little bit more on top of that, and getting like a 2015, you know, like blog post together, <laughs> these right, kinds of things. Right. So those are those are my goals, and that's where I'm at right now. How about you? What's going on? Uh, you know, it was at the end of the year, so we kind of had to scramble and make those big last-minute purchases. And um, I ended up getting another MacBook Pro. Um, I, I, yeah, I, lo- I love this thing so much that I'd, uh, we had to get another one. So that that's going to help out with the workflow just because we're booking a lot more weddings now that my wife is uh, booking her own weddings, and we're going to do a lot more stuff this year. So we need, uh, we need to uh, vamp up everything um, and make sure that everything goes out on time. Um, so, and then... Um, what else did I do? Um, I had to make uh, just kind of did a whole rush of not. A, I didn't rush through them, but um, tried to order as many wedding albums as possible um, so that everybody got. Well, they didn't get them by Christmas, but there was the demand was there. But we ended up ordering them uh, by year end, and um, uh, that's that's about it. Yeah, and and, and yes, we and, uh, we made new goals for this year too. Uh, we kind of sat back and actually my wife and I, we, every year we kind of go out to dinner and, and we talk about, you know, this past year, we kind of, kind of reflect on the whole year of, and, and, um, about talk about last year's goals and if, if we accomplished them and what worked and what didn't work and what we're going to do new for this year. And, and that's what we kind of talked about. Um, Wow. Goals are a yeah. good thing. Goal setting is good. You mean you mean mm-hmm. you just don't go out there willy nilly you know, and see what happens, and you know you actually set goals and try and accomplish things. That's a good thing when you're in business. It's a very it sure good thing is. when you're in business. It sure is. Uh, listeners, uh, we do have a hand-picked uh, assortment of information that's relevant directly to you. But first, just in case you didn't know, this is Wedding Photographers Unite, a bi-monthly wedding photography podcast for wedding photographers. The show goes live every other Tuesday. And while we're at it, please do leave us a review in iTunes and subscribe in iTunes. Help us help you by sending in questions to info at WeddingPhotographersUnite.com. Or you can actually even go to the uh, website at uh, WeddingPhotographersUnite.com and click on the show notes um, for that particular uh, page. And there's a discuss column there, too, that you can also get in contact with us that way, too. Um, So please, uh, we'd love to hear from you. And Mm -hmm. uh, that said, we're going to get into our first 
uh, topic here. And the first topic that I basically wrote down is helping your wedding clients uh, through guiding them is the basic overall kind of topic that I that I'm th- was thinking about there. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about that in particular uh, with meetings and getting together with a client. And when you first get together with them, how we can help influence our clients to set up the day that that works well for both us as photographers and for them as wedding clients. So they're, they get the best images. So they're a little bit, you know, not as stressed out as the day could be. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but, but this is just, that's just one aspect and it could be any, any aspect of just how we can help our wedding clients, um, you know, through guiding them essentially. So, um, I guess the, the main thing that I wanted to just mention was, you know, when we first are, are meeting with our clients, it's, you know, most people, it's most of their, you know, this is their first wedding and they haven't yeah. done this before. And, <laughs> and we basically need to be that guiding hand that sits them down and says, Hey, you know, have you thought about how long it takes for the limo to get from one location to the next? And then even from the idea of, and I guess what I'm thinking of more, more than anything, when I thought of this topic is making sure that there is enough time for photos. Um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, and even if that means having a first look when, for example, the thing that I always, that comes up to almost every initial consult that I have with a couple is just if they, are only planning on cocktail hour to do photos, um, which, which many happens all the time, yeah, right? All the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, which is good for us that you know people are getting married a little bit later in the day, better you know better lighting for pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they they completely forget about you know how much time that we need to do pictures. They're like, oh, okay, well we're gonna have cocktail hour, but they forget that cocktail hour part. It's 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 one of the best parts of the night. I mean, people really love cocktail hour. Um, yeah, and, and they should and be once, with their friends. Everybody. Exactly. Exactly. Once everybody gets together, they're they're going to want to mingle around. They're going to want everybody's going to rush up to them and and take selfies with them and and send them their congrats. Especially if they have people from out of town. Uh, so all of this is happening, and they kind of for, forget about those plans of taking pictures. But yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> yeah. So you know, just on that note, just essentially that. Um, I, I guess here's the here's one of the things that I wanted to mention too in in regards to this is that. When when I was younger, and I don't know about you, when you were younger, when you were first getting started, you know, a number of years ago, I feel like I was less, I feel like I knew the right things to say. You, you know, I knew how much time things took, but I was too afraid to speak up, especially at that initial consult, right? When you're trying to book the wedding. But, oh, definitely. Yeah. But now I feel like the more that you do this, the more I'm just like from the get go, I'm like, listen, <laughs> you know? and if and it's how you say things, right? If you say things with a mm-hmm. smile on your face. And in that initial consult, say, hey, guys, you know, I know that you're thinking, you know, you're going to get everything in an hour. But just so you know, an hour becomes 45 minutes on a wedding day. It's just what happens normally. So if you can kind of talk them through and not second guess yourself. And I think this the, a loose idea of this topic came up a few episodes ago, just not second guessing yourself. And the original mm-hmm. thing that you're thinking is probably right. But it's, even in the consults, like even before you book the, the, the wedding, I feel like clients pick up on that, that. And that's actually a good thing even for booking too, is like if clients pick up that you're not willing to speak up about something that you know is right, they'll right. actually respect that more if you if you bring up what you know as a professional that they may not be aware of. Yeah, I was um, just going to say that's all part of being professional. Um, you know, we are masters of, of this craft. And if we show them that we have confidence of that we know what we're doing, 
you know, they might not want to go away from us. I mean, they might be like, wow, these guys really know what they're talking about. We trust them. Um, but and yeah. then they would be like, oh, I don't I don't I really don't want to leave here without, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because because if you are getting that information, you know, as a client, if you're getting that information, you're like, and then it makes sense. You're like, yeah, you know what? I have been to weddings before and an hour really does turn kind of turn into 45 minutes. And do I really want to be running around or maybe we should consider this idea of the first look that he's bringing up, for example. Yeah. I'm just bringing that yeah. up as an example. Um, and plus, don't forget that uh, that a lot of people put in a lot of time for these detail shots or, or for the details of their of their wedding room, you know, the tables. Um, and, and we need cocktail hour to get those pictures, um, especially when the room is empty before the before everybody, um, you know, rushes into the room and puts their purses and their drinks down on the tables. Um, we need that. We need that time to uh, to capture all, all those all the hard work that they put into uh, the decor. Mm -hmm. OK, listeners, we're back. Uh, I don't know where we cut off there, but there might have been a slight break and, and whatever the conversation was we were had a little technical difficulty but we're back and uh neil's back here and uh neil you just had a few more things that you wanted to mention on on helping our clients um by guiding them uh do you want to talk about the first look i think yeah you mentioned about having uh first looks uh, is there any way um uh, about bringing that up a lot of people don't really know what first looks are especially i mean i know we do, we all do because we see them all the time but um do you uh, do you have any way of bringing that up? Yeah, you know the way that I bring it up is I just basically it's mostly based around time. If they have the time in between, um, and you know, actually, here's what I say: I say, um, give me a, an hour and a half minimum of time between wedding party, family photos, shots of the two of you as a couple. Um, give me an hour and a half of time, and I will work at the level of work that you see in my portfolio. If it's in, if it's less than that, it becomes much more difficult um, to work at that level, and then also your day becomes more stressed. And I basically say that, and also I pretty much say it pretty much how I'm saying it right now. Um, you know, with the exception of I just basically say you know an hour and a half, but that also doesn't include any travel time. You know, so travel time is not included in that. Um, and it doesn't matter when it is, yeah. um, you know, um, but it's a real hour and a half and I'll even tell the couple and I'll even tell them, I'll basically say, um, I don't, it, you know, if, if we start getting into the details, I'll be like, I really don't need, need an hour and a half, but the mm -hmm. more time you give me, the more, the better photos, I'll, the better quality of work that I will give you back in return. Um, so if you give me more time right. than that, that's even great because I'll, I'll give you a, a better quality product on, on the way back out. Um, mm -hmm. So, but I talk about that and then if there isn't enough time and they're planning on an hour, then that at least opens a conversation up to, well, I'll say, well, you know, if you don't have an hour and a half here, then maybe we can a little bit, you know, we can plan on the first look. I don't know if, if you guys have looked into that or not, but, you know, and I'll even tell it to them. I'll basically say, you know, some couples really are against seeing each other prior to the ceremony, but some couples nowadays, and you kind of make it out to be a, a very, like, it's a, like a hip modern thing to do. You know, it's how, how you present it, you know, and basically say, and yeah. a lot of couples are doing this and it's, it can really save you time and de-stress your day. And mm -hmm. and and have that intimate moment. Oh, the other thing about first looks, too, that I always mention, because this took me a while to figure this out, is I used to do first looks with the wedding party looking on with them. Mm -hmm. And I refuse. I just don't do that anymore. And I, or I strongly recommend against it, because what happens, especially, you know, in our area, <laughs> I feel like <laughs> it's just basically, you know, there's a lot of hooting and hollering, you know, depending mm -hmm. on what kind of wedding it is, you know what I mean? What kind of clients you're mm -hmm. working with. But very often, even if it is 
regardless of what kind of wedding it is, very often you still do get some, you know, on looking that totally distracts the couple from having that intimate moment. Um, if Correct. their wedding party yeah. is looking on. So those are just some of the things that I mentioned. Um, do you do something similar? Do you say something along those yeah, lines? Yeah, we kind of describe it that way about timing and everything. Um, and we also make sure that we, we kind of made sure that we have an, an album, a sample album in our studio to show people the, the photos during our first look. Mm. And, um, and, and that's how we describe it. You know, we, we like, we want it to be uh, an in intimate setting between just the couple um, not a not a crowd of people, like you said, hooting and hollering. Uh, but what's nice about the first look is that we kind of describe to the clients is that they can actually talk to each other. Mm. When you guys see each other for the first time at the altar, you can't really say anything to each other. Uh, you can't say, you know, how how your day has been. Uh, gosh, you look beautiful. Uh, it's is inside of a ceremony. It's just really quiet, and you just stand up there and you just smile at each other. Which th those make for nice photos too. But during a first look, you guys can actually talk to each other. Um, and another nice thing about it is that the guys can actually let themselves be emotional, mm -hmm. uh, in, inside of a church, they have a hundred or so people looking at them and they're, all their guys are looking at, looking at them. So he's gotta be that cool guy. Um, but when it's just the two of them, they get, the guys can actually let their guards down a little bit and that always makes for nice pictures. Too. Absolutely. So, and yeah, that's kind of how we describe it. Totally. And it's also what I kind of mentioned too, is like, it's almost like two for the price of one because you still get to have that second first look at the actual yeah. ceremony you know mm -hmm. so yeah. um yeah but that's true too that's i like that i never really mentioned that about you know or the, just that the guys can be allowed to be emotional i like that idea a lot because it's and it's totally true because if you have mm. your dude standing there looking on uh you're a little bit more afraid to you know what i mean show that emotional side so that's yeah. totally true that's that's actually beautiful well, i'll need uh, to know that from experience because i uh, my wife and i we did a first look it was just two of us Mm. Um, and you know, I got, I got to be a little bit more emotional than, uh, standing in front of crowded people. Yeah. So. And you know, uh, you know, it's not necessarily cheap to hire us. And if you give us that time, you're going to get a better quality, quality work as well. So it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's actually, it's, it's actually so many different things that actually makes a first look worth worth pushing for i think or at least mentioning it and seeing what happens out of it but you know more more important to me than the first look is just that i have the time i, I you know I've, I've had a few of those weddings where you know earlier in my in my career it, you know they said they were going to do everything in cocktail hour and some of these venues really push that on couples to do everything during cocktail hour and yeah. and it just always turns into 45 minutes and it always ends up being crazy and you know i can do it because i'm a professional and i will make things happen but mm -hmm. it's gonna, it's it's just gonna be crazy, and the quality of work isn't gonna be what it could be. Um, Correct. So, and now, 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 for those people who are very traditional, or the parents don't want them to see each other, um, and they can't remove, they can't move the ceremony time. So, what we do, we try and get the guys together beforehand. Try and get all the girls together beforehand. Try and do the, like their little photo shoots beforehand. We try, we try and shoot a little bit earlier in the day. And then after the ceremony, we do one big bridal party shot. We try and do a couple of really quick, cool things. And then we send everybody away, and then we work with the bride and groom. And the sun should be uh, – it depends on the time of year. Uh, but we should have really nice lighting for that period of time. Is where we can only take them away for maybe 10 minutes. And then we'll take them a little bit more away during sunset, uh, maybe like during super salads. And then we'll take them away for the rest of the night. So that they have – they still have – good quality photos not as many as we normally would give but they still have good stuff so we try and um steal them away as much as we can if if they can't do a first look yeah
Very good. And um, good. I think that's going to bring us into our our next topic here. But I thought that was uh, very, very good stuff. Um, mm-hmm. uh, next topic. Uh, <laughs> okay, so the way that this came up is I was uh, presenting to some photography students at a local college in our area. And I literally had no... All I really knew is I was going in there to show some work and to basically, as I was showing work, I was going to, you know, talk a little bit about my work. But as I was, as I was going into this uh, college and I'm going in there, I'm like, I'm thinking, man, I hate my portfolio. Like I need to update this thing. Like I've had these photos in here for the last couple of years. And I'm literally, I was just kind of getting down on myself thinking I hate my work. But then, you know, I started thinking about it and like, that's actually kind of a good thing. I feel like it's a good thing to hate our work. I don't know how if you hate your work mm-hmm. too <laughs> as much as I do. <laughs> but <laughs> but the reason that I say that and the reason that I was thinking this is because and you know, so because what I was thinking is if I had to title this thing to these kids when I came back and I wrote like a quick like Facebook post or whatever, which my social media has been crap lately, as I mentioned, but you know, I, I didn't do a, a quick post and I basically said that um, you know, I hate my own photography work and you should hate your own work too. If I had to title it, that's what I would have titled the session as I was going through and, and doing it, you know, looking through my portfolio. And I was like, Hey, see this image? I hate this. You know why? And I was looking at the next one. I was like, Hey, hey this, ne- uh, Oh, uh, ladies okay. and gentlemen, we're back. Uh, I don't know. We were having some technical difficulties, but oh, I was just man. basically talking about hating your own work. Uh, and we're just going to get back on track there. We've been having all sorts of technical issues these last couple episodes, but we're ironing them out here, people. We're, we're making things happen. Anyway, yeah, yeah. so I'm talking about hating your work. And the reason that I'm talking about hating your work, and I think that's a good thing, is because I feel like if you ever uh, feel as though you've arrived somewhere, um, then you really are pretty much dead in the water. You don't have anywhere to go. Um, you're not going to continue to grow. You're going to get sick of, of what you're doing because you can't, you're not going to be looking like you, you, like you can get better at it. So literally I think where I, when I just, we just left off there, uh, just when I was looking through my portfolio, I'm thinking, man, like, as I'm showing the kids, I'm like, you know what? I gotta be totally honest with you guys. Like I kind of hate the shot and here's why, (laughs) because the, and and then I was showing the next one. I was like, you know, this shot, I kind of hate too. And here's why. And I was going through and then I was like, can you guess why I hate the shot? Can you guess why I hate the shot? Like on the next, and, and some of them. So the reason is, is that because I feel like if I was there again in that same exact situation, especially when your work's a year or two older, right? When you're looking at work mm-hmm. from a year to, a year or two ago, I feel like like I know what I could do better if I was in that same exact situation, right? But if I feel like that shot was perfect, if the shot that I took was was like the perfect photograph then or the most perfect it could have been at the time then i feel like i wouldn't have anywhere to grow i wouldn't have anywhere to to get better um and then i might as well throw in the towel because i would just get i would just get bored of doing the same my same work again without trying to get better those are Mm -hmm. that's just kind of me thinking out loud about that about that as a whole because and i i guess you could even say about that anything like if you look back at the way you wrote when you were in kindergarten or in second grade or third or, or two years ago I feel like we've like it, it like we've matured since since a year or two ago, and we should feel like we should get better. So I don't know. What do you think about the, that idea of hating your own work? Is that is that? Well, I, th- you I think you should be your worst critic. Um, I, I don't think you should all ever be comfortable with what you're making. Um, I mean, right now my best images. I know I'm gonna tear apart next year, just like I'm tearing apart my my work that I made last year, year before. Um, the prints that I have in the studio, it's like, I don't like looking at them because 
I'd pick them apart. And, um, but at least I know that what I would correct if that, that were to ever happen again. Um, yeah. You know, I, and, and you know what, and, th- and that's one of the reasons why I, I, I submit a lot of my work to uh, WPPI's uh, print competitions and online competitions is just so that um, if, if I can't see what's wrong with my own work, then I have, I have the best of the best tear my work apart so I, I can learn that way. Um, so I, I kind of, um, you know, if that's, you know, let me ask you a question because I yeah, go ahead. And just, I'm just thinking about this as you're talking here. Mm-hmm. There's a time where I like my work the most. And I'm wondering if that time is the same for you. When do you like your work the most? Did like you have an answer to that? A week or two after I create it? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Cause I'm, I'm thinking like, as soon as I come, cause, cause when I, when I'm actually at a wedding and I'm working the wedding in my head, I'm thinking like, oh man, I'm not doing so good on this wedding. Like I, like I could be taking it up a step. I could be doing this mm-hmm. better. I could be, I could be doing this better when I'm shooting. But then when I like first look at it, I'm like, oh dude, you did pretty good. There's some good stuff going on here. Like this is good. This is good. This is good. And then I edit the photos and then like, I'll maybe find like one or two gems, you know what I mean? That mm-hmm. I feel like are gems. And they, they live like that for like a couple days and they're like, yeah, this is a great photo. And then I look back on it like a week later. I'm like, dude, that's actually just an average photo, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so I don't know. I feel like they, they're good for like, they're good for like a week. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then that's the shelf life they have. But I feel like that's good. I don't mm-hmm. know. I feel like, yeah, it's I mean, good. I, I was, I was kind of looking back at the pictures I took all of all this year because I kind of did a, one of those best of kind of things throughout the whole year. And I was, I was looking at my work back in that I made only in just a couple months ago in May and June. I was, it's like, oh my gosh, this, this could be so much better, but it was, it wasn't even that long ago. So it, it, it's it's kind of cool that I'm actually learning just from my own work, just from a couple months ago. So I'm looking forward to what this year has has to bring of of what I've been learning so far. Absolutely, mm-hmm. well said, man. And and with that, we'll go on to topic number three, which is. Uh, this and this is your topic, so you have to explain a little bit to me about it. So, educating clients on how to upload photos to the internet. I love it, man. That's just like the best topic name ever. <laughs> educating clients on how to upload photos to the internet. Um, Neil, why do we want to educate okay. our clients on how to upload photos to the internet? <laughs> okay, this goes beyond of hitting the the camera picture and picking the picture that you want and pushing send. Okay, this goes. Beyond Behind that, okay. um, I, I, I just kind of noticed that a lot of my clients, when whenever they post pictures, they're freaking blurry. Oh, they're small, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I just kind of noticed that what clients do um, because they're just used to doing it to their own pictures and pictures that they see on the internet. They're just screen capturing pictures with their iPhones. Yeah. Um, they're editing, throwing them a, a filter on it, and then they're uploading it. And right there and then, you're you have pretty much the, some some of the worst quality images totally. that you can possibly upload. Yeah, and that's your name and, on it. Exa- well, exactly. And I'm I'm just looking at these. I'm like, gosh, I I spent thousands and thousands of dollars into all of my lenses, my cameras, my my computers, and to have these beautiful images for my clients, and they're uploading these pictures for the world to see, and the. It looks like I took them with an old Motorola cell phone uh, back in 2002. It really does. Yeah. And it's so I, what I did, I kind of created like a spreadsheet. It, it looks like a document um, meant for like a third grader almost. But I did have some comedy in there of showing people 
the step-by-step process of what you do to download your pictures, <laughs> upload them to the internet. Um, I, I, it's, yeah, no, it's good. I'm, you know, I didn't know what you meant with this topic until you until you just started explaining them, and then I'm thinking, yes, that actually is brilliant because because you know the more that we're in business, I feel like the more documents and things that I end up handing out to people, you know, like hey, there's all this that you should do. Like our our contracts get longer, like these things. But but yeah, a nice and I'm thinking as you're saying this, yes, a nice educational component on how to upload photos to the internet in an appropriate way mm-hmm. by giving credit mm-hmm. is is not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea at all. Um, right, right. So, Yeah. As, as the sample I used, um, I photographed a dog and his name was Marcus. And I kind of used him. And it has so kind of like, kinda like it, see Marcus profile. run. And, see Marcus exactly. walk. <laughs> you know, Marcus like, wants to upload this picture to the internet right now. Yeah. This is how he does it. Yeah. And I, I, I thought it was kind of fun. It, it is kind of cute and kind of comedic as well. But it, it's also educational. So I was just wondering um, if I, I know a lot of us as photographers, professional photographers, have these issues with people uploading their pictures to the internet and they look like crap, especially with Facebook of their compression and stuff. We, I mean, there's thing, things that we can do to get around that. But I mean, for the ev- everyday person, they really don't know. They don't care. Um, I was just wondering if, if you have any uh, any any things going on with that. Well, I don't, but maybe I will in the future because I think that that's actually a great idea is getting getting together an educational, you know, even if it's, you know, when I don't know how you do it, but when I'm when I um, send a wedding out at the end, you know, I usually have a few a few docs that I send along with it. And that would be mm-hmm. a good one to send it out or even after the engagement session, just basically saying, you know, I just have like a one line paragraph in there, but uh, mm-hmm. but that paragraph could be expanded upon uh, to, to help to help people uh, with the idea yeah. of that. Yeah, it's not a bad idea at all. Well, I mean, have you ever come across like one of your clients uploading like a beautiful, beautiful picture that you took? You're really oh my proud God. of. Absolutely. The, the focus was right at right sharp, like beautiful, beautiful. Yes. But, but then you notice it's it's like a tiny little thumbnail or, I mean, do you ever kind of notice those oh, things? Absolutely. And do, do you ever ask them, like, I, I, what their process of uploading was? I do, but I don't, I, I, you know, I don't say anything. And maybe maybe that's one of the things where I should listen to what I had, the advice that I had to offer earlier in the show, which is probably the right thing to do is maybe do a little educational, you know, saying mm. like, hey, you know, I saw you guys uploaded. You'll get better response. You'll get better results if, and then I hand them this document. That would probably be the thing to do. Um but uh but yeah i don't but i but i see it all i do see it you know i see it quite a bit and sometimes i feel like it's just like they took their cell phone and took a screenshot of their <laughs> laptop screen and, and, right. you know, and i'm like i'm like oh my god no i know <laughs> no, no, exactly no. And, and, and believe it or not those are the pictures that get like 200 something likes right. that you're just like no 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 yeah um delete now and then but it's too late yeah so. Yeah. So, but it doesn't have to be too late if we do the right thing prior to is what mm-hmm. you're saying, and I I do agree with you. So, yeah. yeah. Good. Okay. But I got. I have to. I have to send you my uh, my doc my my PDF. Yeah. With the dog over <laughs> to show you. C spot run. C spot <laughs> yeah. upload photos the correct way. Um, <laughs> okay, everybody. Uh, now this is our this is topic number four, and it's a it's our. It's our last topic here, but it could be a five-minute topic or it could be a 40-minute topic. I have no idea what's going to happen out of this because um, I have some thoughts. And Neil and I keep bringing up the idea of talking about this, um, and, and now I guess it's kind of happening. So it might be short. It might be long. We'll see what happens. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, Wedding Wire. Uh, and Neil, one of our favorite days in, is coming. 
and that is the Wedding Wire Award Day. It's coming, uh, coming up soon here in January. Oh, it's Neil, coming, yeah. Neil, how do you feel about the Wedding Wire Award? How do I feel about not being a part of the top 5% top professionals uh, in the industry? Um, and I, I never receive an award be- from Wedding Wire. Ah, I'm actually quite proud of it. I, I really, <laughs> yeah, right. I am. Um, no, I, you know, I, I do hate Wedding Wire for my own personal reasons and professional reasons too, because of how much they call, how much they spam. Um, but I also, I also dislike this whole uh, giving people awards just because they received, I think, like five reviews over the year, um, and they really don't fact check these these people, so they they can be kind of made up. Um, but I know on, I think January 9th, January 8th, January 9th, something somewhere around there, I know probably like half of my Facebook feeds is going to show up with everybody posting these awards, which I mean, if they're proud of these, if they're real reviews, I mean, good for them, show them off. Um, but personally, I like to win rewards based on my work judged by my peers. Mm-hmm. Um, those, that that's, those are the words I like to show off. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it, it, but then you have those wedding planners who don't get awards like that. So these these are the awards that they can they can only receive. Um, so there's there's this thing that I like about it, and there's this thing that I don't like about it. Um, yeah, what, I just I just you? don't like it like at all. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, I mean, I, mean, I, I don't. Uh-oh. Yeah, I, mean, I was gonna say I don't like to send my clients an email saying, Hey, can you send me a review just so I can get this award? I, I, I consider that as spam. Um, and I don't believe in spamming my clients. I don't like to be spammed as, as a person mm. and as someone else's client. Mm-hmm. So therefore I'm not going to do it to my own, my own people. Um, that, that's another thought on that. Too. Yeah. I mean, my thoughts on, on wedding wire, um, the first couple years I was in business, I used it. Um, and I might have picked up maybe, you know, I had clients go there and fill out reviews, you know, and I got the award one year and I posted it on my Facebook page, you know. And, but then, mm-hmm. you know, I first of all, just by being there, um, I probably only got a couple weddings to begin with. I don't know how many people were actually searching it or using it. I think it was more people using it then, brides anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing about it is, is that that really just like irked me off about them is um, you absolutely have to now pay in order to even be searchable. So yeah. what was it, 2011, 2012, 2013, somewhere in there, they basically made the decision to um, have businesses be unsearchable unless they were paying a fee. And the fee is not necessarily cheap for what it is. I don't, I don't, mm-hmm. um, but the point is, is that, you know, if you're going to have a service like that and have it be not searchable, um, then I'm sorry, but I don't, I don't, that's not, and you're not, the main reason, the way that that I get business is through referrals. It's not through wedding wire. When I'm picking up two weddings a year, two weddings every other year, whatever it is, it was such a small percentage of of the business that I was getting Mm -hmm. to, to pay what they were asking. Um, and to just basically have your business be invisible. If you're supposedly a database on local photographers, is kind of insulting to me. I was just, I was just really like, um, I had a real problem with that to begin with. Well, you, well, you know what? The thing that really, it's, it's kind of funny because whenever I sign into my account, like if I ever get a review or if I just sign in just to upload, yeah. update it or just to check things out, see if there's been any, any fishy stuff going on, like someone sending like a bad review or that I don't even know of. Um, yeah, whenever I log in, 
someone just happens to call me the next day saying, hey, I saw you logged into my account. And they always call from like 1-800 numbers, which I screen every single time. But they kind of caught on to this. Yes. They now, yes. They, they now call from a an area code that, that's in your city. Like our area code here in Buffalo is 716. Yep. Now, now they call from a 716 area code. Spammy, so, spammy, she, spammy, spam, yeah. spam. Now, she left a voicemail, and she sounded like a bride. She was just, just like, hey, I'm trying to get a hold of Neil. Um, I want to talk to you about you know wedding photography. It sounded like she needed a photographer. So I'm like, okay, I gave this this nice-sounding girl a, a call back who sounds like a bride. She's like, oh, well, nice that you called me back, and I'm such and such from Wedding Wire. I'm like, oh, I got I got hooked in you got me yeah and um but anyway i actually ended up talking to this this woman um and actually i i kind of told her about the show um and i told her about my book so i tried to (laughs) try to reverse roles on it yeah yeah just because she she did have a lot of questions about my business about advertising and i told her i'd never i've never really advertised before paid for advertising right, exactly. other than last year when i tried out the whole bridal show mm-hmm. other than that i never really paid for advertising yep. so she had a lot of questions um about me and about the business and um we had probably about 30 45 minute conversation it was actually mm-hmm. a nice conversation mm-hmm. uh, it, it kind of we kind of threw out the whole salesman thing out the window we just had a real talk and she ended up being a really nice person but since she was calling from a 716 phone i was like oh are you here in buffalo since you are buffalo's representative she's like no i'm in dc right now i'm like well how'd you get the whole 716 number oh we just do that and then she kind of um I'm, I'm not gonna say too much because she might be listening right now right. So or if you she, can get somebody if she is welcome to yeah. the show well welcome to yeah, the show yeah yeah um but no we ended up having a really good conversation and um but uh, so I can't really hate on wedding wire too much because now I actually well, got that one on one. Yeah, <laughs> one-on-one. sure. But, and we're all just people at the end of the day. And, you know, it's somebody's, <laughs> exactly. it's, it's her yeah. job, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, just overall, the business model is just like, um, I don't know. I d- it doesn't do anything for my business. It doesn't do anything for my business. Because like you said, um, you know, I don't do any advertising or I did it once and it was the worst money I ever spent, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and but I think we all got to try it once. Yeah. Just to see what happens. We're, all, we're always curious of mm-hmm. what, what can happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but as far as the reviews go, you know, since, since they made that change back in 2011 or 2012, whatever that was, um, I stopped sending people there. Because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, if, if they're not going to see it anyway, um, I would rather there's no point in my sending clients over there to do that unless I'm going to pay for an account, which I'm not going to do. I have no reason to do that. Right, to right. Do that. So I, I got to um, say, you, sh- you got to keep keep eye on it just because some brides actually do pay attention. They do Google, you know, Andy Buscemi reviews. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, sure. They, they do Google that stuff. And um, the, what, what just happened just the other day, I would say like two days ago. Uh, someone left us a review on wedding wear. Of course, I got the email confirmation and I checked it out and I didn't even shoot her wedding yet. She's leaving me a review yeah. and I didn't even deliver a product yet. <laughs> that I think is hilarious. And, and, and actually, yeah. it's one of my, it's, it's one of my customers, but it's not one of my clients. It's my wife is actually shooting the wedding. She yeah. actually booked my wife yeah. and she, she's, and she actually left um, like a four point, like a four star for value 
when she didn't even receive a service yet. Yeah. So I kind of had a question. So I emailed her right away. I was like, you know, I, I saw you, you left a 4.0 when we didn't even deliver anything to you yet. That's almost like me going to a restaurant yeah. um, and leaving a review when I just booked yeah. the the reservation yeah yeah um so you know i just kind of asked her about that and she said oh you know it was a mistake i'll go back and fix it and she had a she had some issues of fixing it but she finally got to it thankfully she did yeah because that kind of brought our whole score down um not that i pay too much attention to it because i think our clientele really doesn't shop around sure. on on wedding wire yep, yep. um but hey some, some people do do google your name and and put review after that yeah that google search and it's your business so, and 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 the, yeah at the is. very least mm-hmm. i do follow it you know when a new review comes up i'll go on there and i'll read it but what is what you just said i think is funny because i had a bride do the same thing i mean she get it was a five-star review though so i didn't i didn't say anything <laughs> but but yeah. but it was but it's still like why are you you didn't i didn't even deliver like i shot her wedding but I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't deliver the photos yet. I mean, what if, what if the photos were terrible, <laughs> you know? So, um, so I just found that a little bit odd. Like, why would you leave a review mm-hmm. if, uh, if you didn't even receive the photos back yet? But, um, yeah, yeah. now, uh, now not to get this off to- topic of wedding wire, but since we're talking about reviews, do you open your Facebook business page open to reviews or no? I never, cause ha- I noticed that there's a lot of phantom reviewers out there. Yeah that just click one stars just for the heck of it. I've heard that a lot of, from a lot of photographers. So I just took my whole option off. So that can't really happen. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, have you heard of that or do you, what, what do you do? I've heard of it and I've never had it turned on. I, I'm like on my Facebook page, which I have issues with Facebook pages, the way that they work. Again, there's something where if you really want people to see it at all, you have to spend money. Um, and it's all phantom stuff anyway. They're not even real people, which, because I, I, I did it and I uh, did some investigating and some other photographers, they did it too. So not to cut you off, but that's, it's all fake too. Yeah. So I've, I'm actually kind of considering, um, I have a problem with the Facebook pages to begin with. Um, so, but that said, I've never, I guess when, like when I signed up for it, like years ago, it was like when pages were new and they were, you know, they were fans, you know, remember when we had fans mm-hmm. like way back in the day, instead of likes, they would fan likes or something. I don't know what they used to do. But I but I signed up for it and as like an artist, so it's an artist. So I don't even know if I can turn on reviews, but I've just never turned them on because I don't want an extra place to keep track of reviews, you know. Um, yeah. And I don't feel yeah. like that's a main place that people should be going anyway. And matter of fact, I'm actually kind of thinking about um, just going on my Facebook page this year in 2016. I have, I have to revamp how I'm doing a lot of things in terms of like social media and getting my studio going. In Rochester, mm-hmm. and it's kind of going to be a fresh start for me in a lot of ways. But one of the things in the back of my head is I'm thinking, and I'm not sh- totally sure I'm going to do it, but I might just kind of like close that Facebook page down and just say, hey, you know, if you want to follow me, go to my personal page. Here it is. Facebook doesn't like that, you know, and if they don't like that. And if they catch, yeah, if they catch on yes, to that, if they catch then on they're going to throw your personal page into a business page. Exactly. Exactly. Oh. So, so what I, my plan is, is like, I'll leave it open. See, my thought is, is that, you know, it's like, hey, you know, I'm going to back off posting here for a while. If you want to, you can follow me. I won't say I won't keep it as like the business, but you can follow me or, you know, friend me mm-hmm. on my on my site. Because right now I'm only at like three two two thousand three thousand friends, so to speak. Or or you can also be followed on your personal page, too. And those actually yes. get views. Those actually that's when I post something there. I actually get, you know, like minimum, you know, like 50 likes or something like that at a minimum, you know, like on my, on my personal page. But when I post on my Facebook page, I can post the same photo and I'll get like 
I, like if I don't do anything or or post it or tag myself in it or anything like that, I'll get like five likes or something like that because like it doesn't show up in people's feeds at all. So I'm like, what right. is the freaking point of that? Why do I, you know? So I'm kind of just thinking about turning that off and just and just using Instagram and using um and and posting through my personal page or something like that. But I got to rethink how I'm, mm-hmm. how I'm doing that because it's not. It's uh, it's really kind of taken a dive unless you're willing to spend money, and I've never had the need to advertise, and I don't plan on having the need to advertise anytime soon. So, um, but you know uh, that that option is out there too. Or if I did, the time that that I would advertise or I would would consider using the Facebook pages for advertisement is if I'm. I keep thinking about these other markets. Like I want to advertise in, in specific cities, you know, and if that's the case, then I would target those cities and use the, use it that way. Um, because the, then mm-hmm. you're dealing with new people that don't know you as much. And then that makes a little bit more sense to me. But, um, but other than that, I, that's, that's kind of where, where I'm at with that. And I've never had the reviews turned on on the Facebook page. So yeah, I mean, face the Facebook pages are kind of like wedding wire to me, <laughs> I guess when it comes down <laughs> to it at the end of the day. So so, so so pretty much any service that wants our money for advertising. Yeah, uh, I guess they're, so. They're, yeah, they're yeah. You want, what's that? You want my money for advertising? Don't need it, buddy. You know what I mean? Like, I got other things to do, you know? Um, yeah. but, but I've never had a problem. You know, that's that very luckily. You know what I mean? Like, I've always booked mm-hmm. around it, close to my 30. Sometimes I've been like, like, like two or three under, maybe two or three over. But I've always been mm-hmm. right about my 30. And if, as long as I'm doing that, if I don't need to pay for it, why would I? You know, just it just doesn't make sense. Most yeah. Saturdays will book. Most of them will book. Not all of them, but mm-hmm. most of them, you know? Um, yep. That said, I think we're just going to end with a uh, pick or tip of the show. And uh, my pick of the show or tip of the show is going to be just kind of a quick one. And just to get, uh, to get you guys thinking a little bit earlier as we start off the new year. Because um, I've been getting a little bit more into this, and I plan on getting a little bit more into this in the next couple of months. But um, the tip is to think about retirement, right? Because in our business and in what we do in our business, we don't have you know four hundred one k plans set up by default. We have to actually go out there and set all that stuff up ourselves and start start an IRA account or start something on our own. And my tip or pick of, of this show is basically to at least start sh- to get you to think about that. And it's not as hard as you might think that it is. It's literally just a matter of going to a website and depositing some money, you know. Um, and then once you do that, you can at least get the ball going. You'll have an account set up and then you can kind of let things grow from there. But I know a lot of people, um, you know, that, that do what we do. It's kind of an afterthought and we're not thinking about it as much. And we're kind of like the artist on the go. And the struggling artists, a lot of us are a lot of us in trying to make ends meet. But uh, get yourself started with uh, thinking about what you're going to do for retirement later on in your life. And you'll be you'll be glad that you did, even if it's just a little bit. Um, uh, start doing that now. That's those are those are my suggestions. Uh, it's my pick or tip of the week. Cool. Uh, cool. Neil. And um, yeah, uh, my, my uh, pick of the week is a actually we, we've talked about this kind of stuff uh, over the last couple episodes. Um, let's see here. Samsung re- recently came out with a portable hard drive, and it's a little tiny one. It's almost like the third size or half the size of your iPhone. Uh, it's really slick looking, too. It's uh, two terabytes. Um, they haven't come out with a pricing for this thing yet, but um, it looks like they're kind of do- uh, comparing it to the, the SanDisk which costs about eight hundred dollars. So hopefully Samsung's going to come out with this thing that's that's going to be maybe uh, hopefully 
a lot less than that. So that's that's my pick of the week, which is a lot, really cool looking. Okay, it may be expensive, but it's uh, it's the future. It's the cutting edge of of technology there. So, um, very good. And that said, that's going to wrap up episode number 27 of Wedding Photographers Unite. Uh, please do remember, listeners, to help us help you and send questions into info at weddingphotographersunite.com. We'd prefer to talk with you rather than at you. Neil, where can people find you? Uh, Google me, N-E-A-L-U-R-B-A-N. Uh, buy my books. Find me on Facebook. Um, it's it's the down season right now, so if you send me messages or questions or anything, um, I'll be able to respond to you pretty much right away. So, uh, so yeah. Very good. And you can find me. Uh, my last name is spelled Buscemi, B-U-S-C-E-M-I. And if you Google Andy Buscemi, um, my good stuff will come up there. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. And happy new year to, to, to you all. And United Wedding Photographers, thanks for listening in. And we will catch you next Wedding time. Photographers. Okay. Good night.